Welcome, everybody, to the Motive Podcast, where we believe you are the hero of your life, your defective self-beliefs are your enemy, and the greatest motive in life is connection. I'm your host, Shaden Burton Oli. I'm a marriage and family therapist and founder of Motive, and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Bree McMullen. It's rolling. All right. Hello, everybody. What's going on, Brianne? Oh, <laughs> you know what's funny? What? I have like two people in my life that call me Brianne. <laughs> I say it like with a twang. Brianne. My name is Brianne. It's funny as an adult, though. I am now Brie. But you introduce yourself as Brianne. Have you noticed that? Do I? Yeah. I think it's because I think Brie is like a 18-year-old co-ed name. Like, <laughs> hey, guys, it's Brie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, you, you, uh, I've heard it a couple times. That's funny. But yeah, this is but Brie. Because I work with chill, like youth, teenagers so much, I'm Brie. Or Mama Brie. Well, try teenagers. having a Call name. Call me Mama Brie. Try having a name that's uh, assumed female <laughs> if you don't put your middle initial in front of it after it. Like what? Mine. Shaden? Sh- oh, yeah. Totally. Really? Like, it, yeah, back, <laughs> if I like have to email somebody, let's say somebody from a bank, or I don't know, they're like really? emailing me. It Never happened thought. a lot in my last job because I'd have to I'd, I'd email back and forth with these consultants across the country, and they had they had no idea, so they would just they they <laughs> they, they, they had they thought I was as female most of the time. So I love it. Names that would be a podcast right there. Right. My 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 parents have no idea where my name came from. Well, I grew up as Brian because Brian was not a name in the eighties, nineties, oh. well eighties. So every time I went to the Brian? doctor. Every time I went to the doctor, it was Brian Loomis, and I was so uh, grateful my brothers were there because <laughs> I was so embarrassed. <laughs> ah, that's good. All right. Our podcast today is marriage. Oh, marriage. <laughs> Why we nitpick. Why do we nitpick at our spouse? Okay, I got to talk because this is really funny. And Court, <laughs> if you're listening, I love you, my husband. Okay, so. I never nitpick. <laughs> we're still stuck inside because of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, my cute husband went shopping for me because I've had some pneumonia. So I didn't feel comfortable going to the store. And I should preface, I do all the grocery shopping. Sometimes he comes with me, but he usually takes off and I'm carrying all the groceries in my arms. <laughs> and he's talking to somebody. Yeah, she's an amazing cook, so uh, she's got to get everything right. Right. I am like extremely particular. If you ever watch Dude Perfect and you see like the grocery shopping, what is it that they do? Like when they do like the funny things like... Stereotypes. Oh, yeah, stereotypes. stereotypes. They have okay. a grocery shopping stereotype. Oh, that is that's, me that's to a T. My kids <laughs>, laugh so hard when we watch that, like me digging through the, to get the milk at the very back. Well, I'm the stereotype <laughs> that just goes in hungry and spends way too much money and buys yes. six Hershey bars. Well, that's court. Okay, so I asked him to go grocery shopping, and grocery shopping to me, people do click list and they pick up. I've never picked up my groceries, not once. You're missing out. No, I love grocery shopping. Okay, cool. Never and mind. I teach my kids how to pick out the fruit okay i'm weird anyway so i send court grocery shopping bless his heart he stays in line at costco for like an hour to get in gets all the stuff then he has to go to winco and he's gone for hours okay he comes home he unloads the groceries before i even see the groceries because i was working and and then i think it was not till the next day because before easter Right. Yeah, it was right before Easter, and I swear it was not till the next day when I noticed what he bought. <laughs> <laughs> and my kids were like jumping for joy because Dad bought caramel corn, you know that caramel corn cheddar mix at Costco. He bought Oreos. He bought marshmallow mateys. 
bitch, I don't buy things like this. <laughs> <laughs> he bought apple pies, you know, the little like uh, 69 cents. Yes. Little, yeah. Been around since <laughs> yes. 1920. He bought a whole thing of. Uh, oh, oh, this is great. Oh, gosh. Like a candy. For, what is it? The uh, high chews. He loves high chews. Okay. He bought a whole thing of high chews. Uh-huh. Um, a lot he of stuff. He went all re- rebel on you. <laughs> That's just how he grocery Total shops. teenager. Okay. <laughs> so then it was Easter, and I had this whole Easter plan of what I wanted to make. And my sisters were all texting and sister-in-laws on this group chat we have about, you know, they're making, ma- like, the Relief Society funeral potatoes and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he didn't come home with anything for the Easter dinner. <laughs> Granted, he didn't know it was for Easter dinner, but they were out of some of the things. And he didn't replace them with other things. And I was mad. And that's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like how so, mad? Uh, like one to ten. I don't usually get mad. Like we don't. Re- we're, we're not. I'm, anyway, I, I was. <sighs> let's think about this. How I'm mad. Having a hard time catching your words there. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think. <laughs> okay. I pointed out the fact that like he was eating an apple pie for breakfast. And the kids were eating Oreos. And by the end of the weekend and into Sunday afternoon, I was like. Picked. so mad enough you turn into a mom w- to him yes <laughs> court he hates yes he i'm knows. gonna be a therapist right i now. turn into his mom too much okay so i was mad and then you know i'm trying to make easter dinner and gracie my daughter's trying to help me and she's like mom we could do this this would be really good and i didn't have any of the stuff for it and then i was like well, what about this i didn't have any of the stuff for it. i was just ticked okay i was being a jerk and and i kind of let him have it <laughs> and he was like what's the matter like we have food just fix something and so i did and it was fine and like my family even cared they didn't care i fixed something and we ate it and it was delicious and nobody could have cared less but it made me think over the weekend i have nitpicked him to death about these stupid groceries and i'm being so rude (laughs) (laughs) and all he was trying to do was help me and he knows that you know acts of service is a love language for me and he was doing that for me Mm -hmm. and so it got me to thinking about a podcast and it got me to thinking about why we nitpick at our spouses and so that's your question and then my thought was there is no easier way to fall out of love with someone than to pick them apart oh yeah absolutely with that (laughs) so that's uh it brings up a that's a good one like i said i never nitpick (laughs) just kidding it's so bad it is we do we all do though i think we all do yeah so there's a couple things I could say about this. We, we as people, and nobody wants to admit this, but come sit on my couches. I wish I could. I I wish I could have an, a live audience during all of my weeks. It'd be amazing oh, if yeah. people could just watch other people in therapy. We would all love each other a lot more because we'd realize we're all the, the same. exact same mm-hmm. in so many ways. We all struggle with the same things. Which, but this one is hard because we we secretly love to hate. <laughs> we true. do. And if you don't want to admit that, then come and meet me because I want to hear what you're what you've done in your life that you've accomplished that. Yeah, I agree with you. But we do. We like to hate. It's easier. Yeah, it's much easier to pick out those things, especially when. You know, we're up. I think that that's when all of our insecurities come out is the more we pick at our spouse, the more it's highlighting, you know, yeah, those things in us. And that to me really is the answer. Like, why do we nitpick? It's because it's easy. Oh, there you go. It really is. It's it's because it's easy. What's harder? Yeah. What's harder to do is to to own your own stuff, to take accountability for the fact that 
I don't Easter know, dinner is not going to work out, and that's okay. <laughs> well, and, and to if your expectations are that high for it, and you have that much hope for it, yeah, you got to tell them. Yeah, you got to say, hey, listen, like this is really important. This is what's going on. <laughs> like I need these potatoes, and if they don't have it, you got to call me because you know your husband. Uh, oh, I love it. You know, because because the other thing is he he has a right to his experience, which is he went by himself. He invested the time. He sacrificed right? going. He he, he put sacrificed his, like three or four hours of his day. He it really he was that literally long. put his life on the line <laughs> to go to the did. grocery store because <laughs> of the virus. Even wore his mask. Oh, he did. He totally did. So, so that real in relationships, honestly, that is that's a huge. It's I I, I got to stop saying the word huge, but it is. It's a massive. <laughs> it's a huge thing. I can't say any other word. I use that adjective a lot. Well, but it's, it, it's easy. It, it's it easy made me to, think to hate. Yeah, and it made me think back to when we were first married, and I guess this was kind of churning through my mind too, um, because of the therapy side of this mm-hmm. that. As a young couple, I remember thinking uh, <laughs> of funny things like he hated the way I squoze the toothpaste. I hated the way he put his socks in the hamper. He hated the way, you know, and when you're first married and you're meshing two people together. Oh, yeah. Oh, those things Bring become it. so annoying. And that you you pick apart the s- silliest things, you know. So now to be married almost 20 years later and doing that. Yeah. You know, so so do you see that people how do you help people get through that in their marriage? You uh it's hard because it's an evolution if you will, a process of learning that you're not right. Mhm. Yeah. You know, like it, there isn't there isn't a right way to squeeze toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a right way a to wipe your butt with toilet paper? <laughs> That's debatable. Actually. That's definitely debatable. I just right heard now. that there is a difference. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to that. <laughs> so there's probably are there good, better, best with a lot of things. Sure, absolutely. You know, squeezing the toothpaste with your entire hand <laughs> is uh, what kids do, and like trying to just and Brienne and Brienne, <laughs> you're one of those. Oh gosh, you have no room to talk. Uh, I love it. But but I think that's what happens with people when they when they choose a relationship, they choose connection over being right. Yeah. And they stop the battle of 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 being right and start accepting because they realize that what's more important. Yeah. To, is it is it more because even when you're right and you prove it you're wrong now because you just lost the you just you probably just took out quite a bit of money in the emotional bank account with your your spouse to to show that you were right so uh, yeah cool you're you're correct I'll agree with you and now I now I resent you because you mm-hmm. rejected me in doing so and couldn't have cared less about my opinion yeah I like the way you put that because that's true that you definitely kill the love <laughs> in your marriage when you focus on things like that yeah. But I love to go the devil's advocate route of, well, what are, what are the benefits of nitpicking? Mm-hmm. Not the Sunday school. Like, don't give me this. I always say, don't give me the Sunday school answer, which is, oh, there, there's none. Like, well, what, I think what are it's the, important so, to sit down when you have valid concerns. and. No, hold on. But like, okay, what are the, sorry, so for ahead. you, when you, nitp- you nitpicked him, <laughs> what were, because again, I never do it. What, <laughs> what was the benefit of you doing that? What, what did that do for you? If you're just like wickedly honest. What did it do for me? Well, I wanted him to know how important this stupid Easter dinner was. Okay. <laughs> you know, so, so it was important to me. And, and, and we've talked about this, but for me, the grocery shopping thing is I'm, I'm, I try to be really conscientious about the food my family eats. Um, mindful, healthy eating has always been a passion of mine. And especially now because I have a child with an autoimmune condition. Okay. And so when... 
So nitpicking him about that benefited yeah. that you felt like you were definitely heard how, of how important <laughs> how important this stuff is. <laughs> I think if I had done it the right way. Don't go there yet. Okay. Yeah, don't go there. It, it just, just be, made him. Just it, just, it just it just hurt yourself. his feelings. So you heard him. Oh yeah, I heard his feelings. My kids thought I was being mean. <laughs> but was that a benefit? Because we're again, I'm trying to get you focused on. <sighs> I don't know. I'm trying to the, think what was. In other words, like people tell me, you know, if they come in and say, "I want to, I want to lose weight," mm-hmm. I'll say, "Okay," but what are the benefits of eating whatever you want whenever you want? And they're like, "Yeah, it's true." Like I none whatever like i can eat i don't have to think about what i eat i can oh, see, no, i can I eat a bunch of sugar i know this is all a different i can one think for you. is like, like no i don't way. want to discipline my eating <laughs> like disciplining my eating takes a ton of time you know like i i don't want to go to the gym either so so well, what is the benefit in other words what i'm talking about is when yeah. people are facing a problem mm-hmm. this this is went a different route than i thought but it's okay whenever we're facing a problem before we try to change it we need to do ourselves a favor and look at what's called resistance Okay. which is what it, it's the invisible anchors that are holding us back the the things for example this is a pretty this is a strong topic someone comes in pornography struggles yeah and which we have a podcast lined yeah. up for that yes and i say okay yeah you know listen to them empathize hear them out and i'll say okay we're gonna do something real quick wait the the, like, sp- the person who looks at pornography or does not looks okay whoever's okay. struggling okay they're struggling stopping right okay and i'd say and we'll get to a, a point where i'll say okay if you let's let's do something real quick and I'll, okay i'll say well tell me let's make a huge list let's make a make a list of what are the benefits of looking at pornography mm-hmm. what's what do you think is the usual reaction what's their answer pleasure nope <laughs> i don't know their answer is there aren't any oh that's i was gonna say how could you find a benefit of there's a ton Huh. you're all over the map Bri. <laughs> i am all over the map so what happens is well i can think of the benefits exactly but we in, in our in moment. our in our ego but here's the thing that's the thing is in our ego because we why don't, else we would don't you? want to admit it we mm-hmm. don't want to admit that yeah it's pleasurable it's yeah. it's anonymous it's it's something that is part of my routine it's 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 new you know it's a, it's part of my it's something i control yeah it's you know it's it's exciting um there's a, there's a, there are a lot of benefits that Nobody wants to necessarily admit. Yeah. But those are the things doing the damage of keeping it in place. Gotcha. So then he focuses on stopping his whole life instead of realizing how do I replace all of these individual benefits with something else? Something if it's exciting, meaningful. is there something else you can find that's exciting? Mm-hmm. If it's pleasurable, is there other pleasure? So, but until we've identified those secret benefits, yeah, they're going to haunt us and they'll keep us stuck. Okay. On the flip, that's called, that's called outcome resistance. Mm-hmm. Process resistance is when is in this case would be the resistance that he would have to doing what it takes, which is self discipline and being fully accountable, yeah, and denying himself pleasure or herself pleasure. Mm-hmm. And so then we need to make a list of okay, what are the what are the disadvantages what are the disadvantages of of uh, discipline? Yeah, and it's most people's minds have a hard time wrapping around it because it's a bit paradoxical. The disadvantages of self discipline is it's hard. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to. It makes Requires me have to change. get organized. I have to get honest with myself. I have to, you know, yeah, the list goes on and on. And we finish this list and I'll look him right in the face and say, are you sure you want to change? Because mm-hmm. look at look what it's going to take. You're going to have to sacrifice these benefits or figure out new ones. And you're going to, the road of, the road that it's going to take of sacrificing, organizing, being open, coming to therapy, 
why would you do that? Yeah. And until they've convinced me, it's probably not going to change. And so the same thing goes with, that's what I'm asking you right yeah, now. Yeah, that is, makes sense. So what's same the benefit of, in other words, what are the benefits of blaming our spouse? Well, you don't have to be accountable. Exactly. You can be angry. Mm-hmm. You're validated in your feelings. Yep. Feel powerful. Mm-hmm. S- feel righteous. Feel like you're right. I think it also gets, and this is where nitpicking is you all of a sudden are like, well, I get to say things I want to say to you that I wouldn't normally say to you. Yeah. You know? opens the door to be honest about past resentments yeah yep totally so i like what you said in relationship to the pornography but that it goes exactly with this that you know if you're in that habit you know so we're joking about easter dinner or whatever it was funny but you know in all seriousness though i think that this is something that a lot of marriages struggle with Mm -hmm. right so that, that that they're in a pattern of tearing apart their spouse which then makes them i don't know how you can be in love with someone. I think there's a difference of loving your spouse and being in love with your spouse. And I don't know how you can be in love with your spouse when all you do is tear them apart yeah. and pull them down. So part of the solution now to kind of finalize the podcast or finish it out would be um, if you were in therapy, for example, I'd say, okay, now I want you to be court. That's her husband. If you forgot his <laughs> name. Be court. What, what was going to be... Put yourself in his shoes. Oh, I know exactly what he and was thinking. Why did he do what he did? Why did why did he do that at the store? Why did he do it at the store? Yeah, put yourself in his shoes. Oh, because he why followed did I do my it? list and he was like, well, it's not available, so I just won't get it. Okay. What you else? Know, so, which why, is one thing. Why did he buy all this stuff? He buys all that because he knows it's good. The kids like it. It's fun. Treats are fun. Oreos make us sit down and have treats, fun treats together. And the kids excite. It's enjoyable and it's exciting and it brings joy. Joy. Oreos bring joy, maybe people. he's been cooped up for a while, too. <laughs> Has he been cooped up for a while? Uh, we've all been cooped up for so a while. So he gets out and maybe splurges a little bit. Well, and I'm he gonna likes be in my that house, kind of I might stuff. as well eat some junk. Part of it, though, is just the difference in, you know, how we were raised and who we are. You know, so for him, that's instinctual. That's the way you grocery shop. Mm-hmm. That's what you buy. That's yep. what he knows. That's Going with your emotions, not your brain. Yep. That's how I am. So he's he so, was probably also hungry because he was there for like four hours. Exactly. Because he, so. he had to wait in line. I mean, it was Oh, crazy. forever. So what? that's what I'm... Uh, can you see what I'm trying to go with this? Yeah. Yep. It's empathy. Yeah. So in order to kill blame and to kill nitpicking, it's always about empathy. And if we're too self-righteous and we think that we're better, we won't. Mm-hmm. And so it's, that's what's so difficult is to swallow our ego to be able to see somebody else uh, to explain why they did what they did. Yeah. And... I tell people quite often in, in therapy that how interesting would it be to be able to have Hitler in my office mm-hmm. and nothing justifies what he did, but yeah. it's, it's all explainable. Oh, it's, yeah. it's all explainable. And every single one of our stories, our, our lives is perfectly explainable. It's why my love for God has grown just immensely in my being in my office day to day and day in and day out learning people's stories mm-hmm. is because I get to hear people explain, you know, a decision that they're so ashamed of, but when they explain it, it's like, yeah, of course you did. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have Makes sense? Why? Of course you made that horrible mistake. Look what all added up before that to happen. And knowing that God understands that about us, that we are absolutely forgivable because he knows us, he knows our story and, and, with our spouses, when we start to play God in both a, in, in a good way, but also in a bad way, playing God would be that I'm their judge 
and I'm not going to give empathy. I'm going to, I'm going to tell them what's <laughs> the, what the law is. Yeah. Now you're playing with fire. Yeah. But if you play God the other way, which is okay. If God were talking to me about why I bought the, why, what I bought at the store, <laughs> I think he'd have a smile on his face and say, can you tell me about these marshmallow mateys? Uh-huh. <laughs> and can you tell me about this and this and this? Because I wasn't expecting that, but it'd just be, tell me your truth. Tell me what's going on. And but well, when we secretly love to hate, I got to finish it this yeah. way. No, you're good. When we secretly love to hate, we will never ask for explanation. Yeah. Because it'll it'll force us to be accountable to that that hate that we have. Mm-hmm. And our ego will get in the way and say, crap, I got to stop that. Like, that's my problem now. Well, and, we and that makes me it. think of, I'm, I'm sure, I, like, I, if you flip it, you know, how many times do I do things? that my spouse is like, you are ridiculous. But does he point those out? Does he, you know what I mean? So if you flip it, I think Mm -hmm. that's important too, to go, wow, how much empathy is he giving me and and allowing me to make mistakes? Am I giving him that much? That creates tons of compassion. Mm -hmm. Because we all need it, right? We all need so much forgiveness. Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Love you, Shelly. I need to share more of my stories, huh? Court, I'm sorry about the grocery shopping. No, I know. My, I'll, I'll be. He's open like, it. I'll never go again. I know, right? I'm done. <laughs> yeah, oh, love I'll, it. I want to open up real fast. Of you know, one of my hard things is going home from, from. Uh, I have to be very careful how I come home from work. Oh, I'm sure. And I don't take on a lot of. I would say I really don't take on much. Um, sometimes maybe it's a little more invisible than I'd like, but. Uh, it's it's it is interesting though if i go home and my i don't let myself just be a dad mm-hmm. and be a husband it's pretty difficult and i can get if you don't hang very up the therapist nitpicky. coat on the door mm-hmm. when you come in yeah so i have to have a little transition routine for that but yeah makes yeah. sense sorry to all my kids and my wife for being nitpicky <laughs> it happens well i love it so that's a good good thoughts that we had and if you feel inclined that oh we all do it so if you find yourself in that position especially if and i think real quick before we end that there's maybe a little bit of a difference that if it's something you can overcome yourself and you can own that and you can show that empathy, then that is good. And if you can't, then you need to be here. Yeah. Getting help. Yeah. And it won't take long, especially if you're willing. Yeah. It's not like a year long thing. It's like two or three sessions, honestly. Oh, that's good to know. Depending on what they, how hard they work. Awesome. So, all right, everybody. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Share it with your friends.